Hello and welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is Origin Gates Daily Podcast. My name is Matthew McDowell and it is my great pleasure to be here with you again, uh, sharing another insight of the day. Yeah, and I just, you know, often at the start of these feel a lot of gratitude for uh, just the opportunity to be here and to share with you. I'm, I'm aware that this podcast goes out all around the world, many, many nations, with many daily listeners, and it's just an incredible honor to be here with you and to, to be able to share part of my journey with you. So this is going to be a follow-on episode, so it's going to be an episode two. So uh, my first, or the previous episode that I shared here was called Wealth, and this is going to be Wealth Part Two, because I, I, I'd started that one thinking it was going to be 15 minutes. I always start them and um, thinking I can cover what I want to cover in 15 minutes. And then by the time I get into a bit of a flow, I start telling some stories or something. And then the 15 minutes is gone and I feel like I didn't say everything I wanted to say. So I want to just come back round on this topic of wealth and cover off a couple of things that I, I didn't kind of, maybe even the other side of the coin today, um, which is... Yeah, we'll see where we kind of go with that. So yeah, that first episode, just to recap really briefly, if you didn't hear it, I do recommend go back and listen to it. Um, it was it was talking around, kind of, I was just sharing my own journey from uh, that Yahweh's been taking me on regards wealth and finances from an initial kind of uh, prophetic word to, to come out of that mindset of poverty. Um. That, yeah, that, that Yahweh would break that poverty mindset off me and off my family and through to a recent revelation that I had when I was on holiday um, where we, we it was during the, this this autumn period, so I think it was September time. Amazing, beautiful time of year. And we were staying, you know, in a in a place where there was loads, it was just abundant, uh, there was just abundant, nature was abundant around us, so... There's fresh berries to pick and fresh apples to pick and fresh eggs from the hens. And just everything about the the um the environment we were in was just felt so abundant and that really triggered a lot of I had a lot of gratitude and I had a perception, I came to a perception realization that this was true wealth. Now at the time I'd said that true wealth was I thought, oh, the berries was the wealth or the fresh air was the wealth or the sunshine is the wealth, and I think that's all true. To some extent, that can all constitute wealth. But the true wealth that I was experiencing in that moment, um, as I found out later on when I, I listened to a guy who, who defined wealth in this manner, and I think it's a really accurate description of wealth, the true wealth that I was experiencing in that moment was the perception of abundance. Let me, let me make this distinction. I actually think this is important, um, an important distinction to make. I think the berries, the, the, the fruit... The sunshine, the trees, you know, the, the, all the things that I had perceived to be abundant in that moment, they were abundant. So that's not, that wasn't, I wasn't, that wasn't, I wasn't mentally or intellectually engineering that abundance. That abundance was there. And that abundance was very transparent. And that triggered in me the gratitude, which made me then aware, like, of that percent, that allowed me to perceive that abundance, right? So that abundance was real, but it was the perception of that abundance 
the acknowledgement of the abundance and the gratitude for it. That really, that is really, that, that is really wealth. That is what wealth is. That place of gratitude for the, the abundance that you're perceiving around you. And let me take that then, I guess, a step further. And then here's my challenge. This is the challenge to me. This is my challenge to you guys as well. Is that I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna make this statement and I, which I believe to be true. And I just but I want to say that I am well short of this. Okay. <laughs> I am well short of this in my own life. And I'm I'd say we all feel nobody is perfect at this. Apart from no one's perfect except just you, right? <laughs> so, um, and then here's the statement or here's the challenge that in all circumstances and at all times, there is something of abundance available to us. There is something of abundance available to us, being provided to us in that moment that we can find, that we can perceive, that we can be grateful for, and that we can then occupy that position, that state, that, that atmosphere of wealth that is wealth. We can engage with that true wealth in every moment. So, because I don't want to, um, what I don't want to do is make this a mental exercise because that just doesn't, that just doesn't work, right? So, um, th there's a reality of this that, that you will know that you're in or you're not in in terms of your truth, like your feeling, right? So is your heart, you can be there in your head, but you, can, you need to be there in your heart as well for this to be real. And what, what gives me confidence to say that is that I believe, you know, our, this is the nature of our father is that he is abundantly good. And in fact, it's 2 Corinthians 9, it says, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. And I'm going to say it again. <laughs> so God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. And I'm, I just want to say again and re-clarify that I think, you know, we will, I, we will all feel at this at times, but it's, I think the challenge is, or the, 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 the opportunity there for us really is to perceive abundance through gratitude at all points of our life and to have to be wealthy. So to be wealthy in every moment of our lives and allow then, and then what I believe to be the true is that, um, well, for them, so to you. So, yeah, hopefully you've tracked with me up to the end. Like, as I say, this is a challenge to me. This is kind of new to me, and this is something I'm just working through. Um, yeah, it's something that I'm just working through personally, but it's something I really wanted to share because I feel like it's so important. Um, it's just, I just feel like it's so important to us all as we kind of like come into this you know, this new thing that Yahweh is doing with us. And there's such a significance right now in, the, in I believe, on those things of finance. And I think this is a massive key to that, to understand that wealth comes first and then your finance, then finances will come after. And that wealth is a perception of abundance. 
the, the other thing that I kind of want to cover off I wanted to chat about is the other side of the coin there which is um something that I find really interesting or a really for me a really fascinating almost um consequence of this is that if our perception of abundance changes or if our mindsets towards to do with abundance change so if we are wealthy and we have a perception of of abundance our attitudes and our relationship to scarcity also change so if you remember what i think i said earlier on that the perception he that this guy who defined wealth as a perception of abundance also decide to define poverty as a perception of scarcity now there is a reality you know to scarcity and there is a reality to abundance so i, I just want to be totally clear i am not saying you know whenever you don't have something that if you pretend like you do have it you're going to get it which i think that there is like a mindset out there which which is that which is you know um what do they call it law of attraction right like people talk about the law of attraction where okay i don't have any money but if i think i've got money and act like i've got money then i'm going to get money and th- i i don't know maybe there's some truth in that maybe something comes through in that like whatever i don't know but that's not really in my mind that's not really the the the, the trick here like the important thing is that in any circumstances if you have no money for example find the thing that you have an abundance of and that might just be time so you know it might be that you've got no money no job you know no, you know no uh, no friends and you know who knows like people find themselves in really difficult scenarios and i don't want to deny that and i don't want to belittle that and because this is there's a reality to those tough circumstances and those times where where you don't have times we have and times we don't have and i've been in places and you know i continue to be in places of places that i would you know areas where i want to grow and stuff like that so i don't want to belittle that at all but i think the reality is that in every circumstance it is possible to find something to be grateful for and something that you have an abundance of and maybe that's just like i say you've got time maybe it's just that you've got you've got we we always have heaven you know what i mean there's always something abundant that we can turn into and to be grateful for and yeah and the the interesting thing i'd done a podcast here um i think an episode uh, quite a while ago where i talked about scarcity i talked about value and scarcity this this is the thing that interested me most or is really interested me since kind of coming across these definitions is that my your attitude to scarcity almost is the biggest I would say I would say this as a statement your attitude towards scarcity is almost the biggest indicator of where you're at on that spectrum of poverty to wealth okay so your attitude to scarcity is the biggest indicator of where you're at because if you're in a place of poverty and you perceive scarcity and there is a reality you know so there's there, there's there's times where there's a reality of scarcity right so you might not have a lot of time for example and that's a reality you know so maybe you're doing too much <laughs> right but it's it's your attitude towards that scarcity if you look at that scarcity and you think and it frightens you and it you know you end up with this fear of lack essentially then you're probably operating in that perce- perception of scarcity mode 
and it's time to find some things that are abundant to be grateful for. But if you're, because, yeah, and, and the converse of that is if you have got that mindset of abundance, so if you have a perception of abundance, this is the really amazing thing that changes, is that you begin to value, you begin to place value on scarcity. So let me just kind of circle back and say that again. When you have a perception of abundance, so whenever you tap into that realm of abundance that is always there, it's always there for us to perceive abundance. So it's always there for us to tap into that realm of the goodness of God, for example. We can always turn and and turn into the face of Yahweh and engage with his goodness. And his goodness is good and his goodness is abundant. And you can begin to be grateful for the abundance of God and you will find that you'll start to like, your mentality will change, the whole atmosphere will shift around you and you will transition into what I'm defining here as wealth. And from that place of wealth and from that place of perception of abundance, then your attitude to scarcity will completely change. And what you'll actually find is that you will begin to celebrate scarcity. Now this, I feel like this might be a push, you know, even to myself as I'm talking this, I'm like, wow, feeling like the re- bit of resistance to this. But the truth is that they're the only, like the definition of value, almost, mm, is that right? The definition of value? I don't know. But one thing certainly that contributes massively to the definition of value of, of any thing in our world, be it a gold, be it diamonds, be it time, be it good friendships, good relationships, whatever it is, the more scarce something is, the more valuable it is. That's just a fact. That's not a like fault. That's not a fear of lack. That's not a mistake. That's just woven into creation. That that is the reality. That That's a reality that Yahweh has woven into creation, I believe. The more scarce something is, the more valuable it becomes. And I think time is a really great example of that, that each moment is so infinitesimally small and infinitely scarce that it's priceless, utterly priceless and valuable. And I've kind of talked about that before as well in these podcasts. But I just want to finish by encouraging you all to seek that which is abundant in every circumstance. Not that everything is abundant. It's not. (laughs) but seek the thing that is abundant be grateful for it find yourself in that place position yourself in wealth in a place of wealth and in a mindset of wealth and then from there celebrate those things that are scarce treasure those things that are scarce value those things that are scarce and i think those two things are massive keys in terms of transitioning or, or affecting your circumstances and your, your position with regards to wealth, with regards to finances, with regards to many things. So look, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I hope it's blessed you. Um, yeah, and until next time, shalom and keep well.